have yet to create an AI system that can out... Language. Why artificial general intelligence may be impossible big think. Consciousness is arguably the most mysterious problem humans have ever encountered. In many famous philosophical essays, consciousness is regarded as unsolvable. Yet, as we speak, engineers and cognitive scientists are putting their noses to the grindstone to develop consciousness in artificial intelligence AI, systems. Typically, this project is referred to as the development of artificial general intelligence AGI, which covers a wide range of cognitive and intellectual abilities that humans possess. Thus far, this project, being conducted globally in 72 independent research projects, has not produced conscious robots. Rather, as it stands, we have super-intelligent AI that, on the whole, is very narrow in its abilities. One-trick pony. For example, the best human chess players are utterly demolished in chess matches against computers like IBM's Deep Blue. To quote author and grandmaster chess player Andrew Soltis, right now, there's just no competition. The computers are just much too good. However, Deep Blue is only good at chess. We have yet to create an AI system that can outpace or even keep up with general human cognition. Even Sophia, the famous humanoid robot granted citizenship in Saudi Arabia in 2017, does not demonstrate consciousness or artificial general intelligence. To be sure, some of what Sophia is capable of is astonishingly sophisticated. For instance, Sophia receives visual information, which she can use to recognize individual faces and sustain eye contact. Likewise, Sophia can process language to the extent that she can hold trivial conversations with people. Moreover, Sophia can make over 60 different facial expressions during those conversations. This certainly makes it feel like one is in the presence of a conscious being. Language is the key to artificial general intelligence. Sophia's amazing abilities sound sufficient for consciousness, but only superficially. And the reason for this is rooted in language. Human language is profoundly complex. One major distinguishing feature of human communication is that the meaning of what we say often isn't conveyed explicitly by the literal meaning of our sentences. Instead, the meaning of our words often goes beyond what we expressly assert. Irony is a good example. Consider going to a Broadway show where the lead actor shows up drunk and puts on a terrible performance. One could jokingly say that the show displayed peak professionalism and wit. The average person immediately understands these words to represent the opposite of their literal meaning. In fact, a great deal of human communication is indirect. Sarcasm, metaphor, and hyperbole often convey meaning with greater persuasiveness than literal assertions. Much of the time, we imply or hint at what we mean, rather than say it directly. Indeed, human communication would be quite bland without our frequent appeal to figures of speech. Poetry and literature essentially would be non-existent. The subtle art of language, in some sense, is part of what makes us human. A chatbot with a face. Human consciousness, in other words, in part consists of understanding abstract and indirect meanings. And it is precisely this sort of understanding that artificial intelligence is incapable of. Sophia can talk, 
but the conversation is trivial. Indeed, many computer scientists see Sophia as nothing more than a chatbot with a face. Christopher Hitchens once aptly stated that the literal mind is baffled by the ironic one, demanding explanations that only intensify the joke. Such literal mindedness toward language is what characterizes artificial intelligence's relationship with that language. If, for example, Sophia were to hear the earlier Broadway joke, even in context, she may respond, I don't know what you're talking about. The actor was unprofessional and drunk. In other words, she doesn't get it. Detecting such complex concepts as drunkenness or professionalism would be a tall order for Sophia. Unlike humans and even some animals, sophisticated AI systems like Sophia cannot detect other creatures' emotional or mental states. Hence, they can only comprehend the word-for-word -word meaning of sentences. Try being ironic with Siri, for instance. It won't work. Heck, ask her to find something that isn't McDonald's. She can't do that either. Theory of mind. We understand other people and their minds by analogy. Unfortunately, such indirectness is something engineers and cognitive scientists have failed to program in artificial intelligence. This is because the human ability to reliably understand each other indirectly is itself a mystery. Our ability to think abstractly and creatively, in other words, is quite challenging to understand. And it is impossible to code for something we don't understand. That is why novels and poems written by AI fail to create a coherent plot or are mostly nonsensical. Artificial general intelligence, robot consciousness, might be possible in the distant future. But without a full and comprehensive understanding of language and its countless nuances, AGI certainly will remain impossible. Are you looking for meatless options for lunch or dinner? Don't give up the flavor. Marble Grill has you covered for choices you will love. Try our savory seafood items like grilled jumbo shrimp.
Sometimes when you gotta do the do, you just gotta do the do. You know what I mean? You're on the brain, bitches. Love it. Pretty much right up, bitches.
What's up guys, Brainwash Radio. We're going to play some oldies for goodies. Oh, schnessy. Let's do it, bitches. Hope you guys are laughing now on your Tuesday. Hey, hey, hey. I need a long leg.
Ain't 
Chantilly lace had a pretty face on it tail hanging down a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk Lord made the world go round ain't another in the world like a big-eyed girl make me act so fun spend my money make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose and like a girl oh baby that's what I like America needs nurses. Nurses who hold their BSN or MSN. Nurses who are. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. And I'm not big on scrapping lately. When I start, I don't stop. I just need one. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. I'm not big on fighting these days, but I don't call the cops. And I'm not big on scrapping lately. When I start, I don't stop. I just need one more person to hate me. Time, that time. One more problem might make me kill. 
nice guy, so go ahead and get mad. I'll show you how easy I turn a tough guy to a dead man. I ain't your buddy, buddy. Haters are obsessed fans. If we were buddies, trust I'd crack a bud just like a red can. Bed pan full of piss and vinegar. Head scan said that I'm not crazy, but I'm similar. Let's dance, let hands, homie. You get slapped fast. Trust me, you're a midget. I'm a monster. Every slap I throw is a finisher. I just need one more person to hate me Top and top One more private might make me kill them all I'm a heartbreaker, kicker I'm a hot trigger, nasty words I got two fingers for kissers I'm a dirtbag, no good bastard Two crackhead, you must love getting rocked You think you bet I'm the worst in your family to charge So baby, don't get on my nerves Like, I don't know about these All I know is how we go We're non-stop, we're reload If you talk and I see goals You groupie, baby, I'm different Think you know hell, I'll show you it I was born in hell, devil knows me well I return with a list like Moses did I just
There's a shortage of 500,000 machine learning and artificial intelligence professionals keeping this AI for me, baby. Hi! Oh! Hi! Yeah, you like pie, right, Maddie? I love pie. Welcome to the neighborhood. Oh, thank you, pie! It's great to have another couple that's really nice and wholesome to join us in our neighborhood. Yeah, couple of fun guys. Come on inside. Yeah, come in, come in, come in. You guys like some coffee or tea? Sure. You guys killed it with this pie. Let me get everything ready. So where did you move from? Alright. Yeah, we're actually all from Canada. Or I've had a heck of a time finding an axe around here. Well, there's a hardware store right down the street. And the debit cards and the security cameras and the be totally honest about it. I'm not exactly chopping wood over here, you know what I mean? Um, but I got one. You guys want to see it? Thomas, I need you in the kitchen! Two minutes, okay? I'm just gonna help Maddie out. I'll bring the axe. I'll show you guys the axe. You're so cute. Stuff, I love looking at the axe. No, so. You got the axe last time. <coughs> I'm better with the axe. Oh, you are a sledgehammer guy if I ever saw one. I think, so I think sure. you might want to be so. our friends. What? What? They're gonna be Me great too. neighbors. Me too. Unfortunately, we ran out of coffee. And, uh, this axe I was talking about. Dun, dun, dun. Our brand new album, Killing the Neighbors, is out now. Get your autograph copy at www.hangovergang.com. Get it! We early. Dan Bongino out here. Now, David Martin on assignment for 60 minutes. The U.S. airstrike against Iranian-backed militias Thursday night was the latest chapter in the poisonous relationship with Iran President Biden inherited from the Trump administration. Thirteen months ago, the two countries came perilously close to war. It began with an American drone strike which killed Iran's most powerful general and ended with an Iranian ballistic missile attack against U.S. troops in Iraq. It was the largest ballistic missile attack ever against Americans. Tonight, we will show you for the first time drone video of the attack 
and talked to the troops who were there the night the U.S. and Iran went to the brink. The story will continue in a moment. Hey, buddy. If you're seeing this video, some bad things happened to Dad last night. So I need you to be strong, okay? For Mom. And just always know in your heart that I love you, okay? Bye, buddy. A few hours after Army Major Alan Johnson recorded that message to his son, Iranian ballistic missiles began raining down on Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq, where 2,000 U.S. troops were based. As a drone recorded the attack, Americans caught in the crosshairs could do nothing but run or duck in cover. Holy, holy <laughs> God damn! Each missile carried a warhead weighing more than 1,000 pounds. Stay right here, bro. Don't move. Well, words can't even describe the amount of energy that is released by these, these missiles. Johnson was taking cover in a bunker designed to protect troops against much smaller warheads, weighing only 60 pounds. Knocked the wind out of me, followed by the most putrid tasting ammonia, uh, tasting dust that swept through the bunker, coated your teeth. After the blast wave and debris, came the flames. The fire was just rolling over the bunkers, you know, like 70 feet in the air. Johnson's bunker provided no protection from that. We're gonna burn to death. We start heading down 135 meters, make it about a third of the way there. The big voice, we call it, clicks in, incoming, incoming, take cover, take cover, take cover. I've got another football field to run. I don't know when this next missile's gonna hit. Can you hear the incoming? like a freight train going by you. Johnson wasn't the only one frantically searching for cover. That's six people running for their lives to get to this next bunker. Uh, we get to the bunker and realize there's roughly 40 people trying to stuff themselves into this bunker that's made for about 10 folks. And I grabbed the guy in front of me, I'm just like, you gotta get in the bunker, and just like, like shoved everybody in there. But when you're running between bunkers, it's just a matter of what, luck? Luck. The only thing I can actually come up with is that the hand of God protected us because Woo. really nobody should have Woo. lived through this. Things are happening uh, that could take us to war if, if, uh, if we don't take, make the correct move here. Marine General Frank McKenzie, commander of U.S. forces in the Middle East, monitored the attack from his headquarters at Tampa, Florida. This was published February 28th. 2000 or yeah 2021 above him in the chain of command they bring in secretary of defense